Hi everyone, welcome to Betch Slapped. I'm Eileen. I'm Jordana. We're here again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> week um, after week. Um, the biggest news of this week is that there was a royal engagement. A royal. A royal. Like a <laughs> I feel like Scottish the princess accent. of Genovia. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a royal engagement. It's, uh, in case any of you missed it, it's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yes. And first, I, we were, I think in the office, we were really excited. Everyone um, is re- still really excited. Yeah. Well, I'm giving them, like, our range of emotions. Correct. So, we were really excited because it's just, like, the first black woman to be in the royal family. And it's, like, really exciting. It's progressive. And... That part is really, really great. Right. And she seems like, in pictures, she seems very, like, cool and pretty and And looks like she tries to give back or works with, like, different foundations. Takes a lot of pictures, hugging children. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) But. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, then we watched her New York Times interview. With Harry. I don't even know if it was. New York Times posted. I don't know if it was like a New York Times interview. But we watched the interview with Harry and like she was so annoying. She was the worst. It was like. (laughs) You guys have to watch it. It made me cringe a little bit. She was. She was super annoying. She was like. um, So she was talking about the engagement and she was like. Yeah. Like in America, we're not like. You know, we we're not as involved with like the royal the royal family. We don't. So I didn't really know that much about him. And when someone wanted to set me up with him. I, you know, the first thing I asked was just like, is he nice? Because if is he wasn't he, nice, it just like wasn't going to work. Is he kind? Is he like, kind? Yeah. No, you like, okay, that is not true. America loves the royal family. Like, ha, like, look, this, this is an example. Right. Everyone is obsessed with it. Not because she's an American. Like when we were in college and there was the royal wedding, like we stayed up all night, like drinking alcohol and doing other things and watching <laughs> and watching the, and the, watching royal, the wedding. royal wedding and like it was fun to do and like that's a thing we did if we didn't give a shit or didn't know who the royal family was we wouldn't have done that so megan you're full of shit the entire time when she was what like in that art like video, yeah like you can't talk about him i'm sorry uh, go, on, go on it just really pissed me off because she was like staring at him like smiling with this fake fucking, fucking fake smile that was like Oh, he's so amazing. But really, the whole time she's just thinking, holy fuck, I'm going to be a princess. Holy shit, my parents right. like are going to be so excited. They're going to get like all this royal stuff. And like my wedding ring is like three oh, diamonds. It has, the, it has the diamonds from like Princess Diana. Ever heard of her? Yeah. Like, like no. She's like, oh no, like I've never heard of anyone. Uh, I don't right. know her. Like, come the fuck on. Like, just be real. Oh, and she was like, like you can't a- talk about like someone introducing you like you met him on Hinge. Like, right. I was just thinking, you know, I was thinking, is he, is he nice? Yeah. Is he whatever. Like, is he like kind. Like, no, no. Like he's the fucking prince. He's hot. And second, of, okay, that's first of all. And second of all, Harry is known for being a lot of things. But nice isn't one of yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Okay? He's the same guy who dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween, <laughs> was running around Vegas completely naked. He's a cool guy, yeah. I think. He seems like he's a cool guy. But he's definitely not, like, the sweetest. The kindest gentleman. Right. Like, no. And it was also annoying the way that she was talking about, like, how surprised they were, how surprised she was. Like, oh, no, we were just roasting a chicken. <laughs> like, right. like, you were just doing, like, you know, whatever, fresh just direct. A cozy, just a cozy <laughs> Sunday uh, just doing hello, hello yeah, fresh. and then all of a sudden he yeah for that's one yeah. all of a sudden he proposed like he they 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 had a he had a vet, they had a vet her she definitely had like seven I'm background sure checks. they took like a blood sample because yeah. I looked at her Wikipedia yesterday and there was like an extensive ancestry search one of which led her to be like. She was also. It's also said she's like kind of a distant cousin of Harry on her no. dad's side because he's like has some 
British background or something, but it's like goes back to the 1500s, so I think their kids will be okay. Yeah, it's no Targaryen but, situation. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it was it was just like she definitely had to give like a blood sample. Yeah, like, like there's, there's no way no that way was like a casual surprise. The, the psychotic queen who would like just let some random American join the royal family. Like the royal family like two like a a few years ago had one of the kings abdicate, right? Like if I, if I learned anything from the crown. Yeah, I would a few meaning like 80 or 100 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> Still the, the queen's h- uncle no, the, the queen's, the queen's uncle. yeah, the queen's uncle, yeah. The queen's uncle had to like abdicate because he was like the, he was also right because was, the crown he wanted didn't to marry approve. a divorced yeah. American actress. But you know what? I mean, aside from her being really irritating, hopefully she's just like getting the hang of this whole thing yeah, and becomes less so. annoying. I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and they were like, "You actually, you think Kate's like so cool? She's actually kind of a loser too." I don't mean, it's not. It's not loser. Not I love loser. I'm not, like, I'm not, we're not talking, I don't mean like a loser. Like she's just like actually not. She's not like cool. She's not chill. She's not like super cool. Like we think she is. But the difference is, I think, is that she just talks less. Yeah. And she like is more careful with what she says, probably because she has like been close to like the royal family for a long time. For so by the time longer. she was giving like an interview, she kind of knew what to do. And British people, I think, are just like a little more tight lipped. Yeah. Um, Demure. But they were like, there's nothing like edgy about like being a royal. Like they're much more like it's like very cool in like the sense that you're royalty, but no one's like a hip royal really. But no, but Harry has always been like the cool guy, like the cool prince because he's never going to be king. So he has like the way he, he can get around and do that kind of stuff. So like the fact that they had this interview and she was like smiling as if like it was she won the lottery. Yeah. Like that's how it felt. And it felt so just like not inauthentic. And maybe so I also while I was like cringing and watching, I also thought like she has no like she must have had very little PR training. For no, this. I think they before they interview, they told her exactly what to say. I know. And she she just, doesn't know how. That's right. What I mean. Yeah. She just gives she just says it in a way that's like kind of fake, fake. seeming and like fake, ugh. which maybe it's a good thing. Maybe she's actually like people who are highly PR trained to know and seem authentic on screen makes me think that maybe they're just like awful people in real life. So maybe the fact that she's not good on it's screen, also just funny because she's an actress. R- so well, you that's, think, but that, that's you think she part, could do right. it? Well, she's on Suits. Like it's like the soap opera of the legal but now system. She's retired from it. <laughs> according to Wikipedia, she's retired from acting now that she's engaged and she's just a new work season on coming up. Are they going to kill her off? Maybe that that was her last season. She's falling down the elevator. She's shaft. now she's now retired. <laughs> like Doctor um, Drake Moore, right? Yeah, but clearly she's not that good of an actress based on her performance in this interview. Um, uh, yeah, that, I feel like that's our main conclusion. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm, I'm ex- still excited. I'm still excited I'm about excited it. To do the wedding. I love a royal. I love a royal engagement. Situation. Um, but okay, so that's how we feel. Don't hate us for our opinion. But if you disagree, you, and you feel think very she's strongly. amazing, and you think that was like a super authentic seeming interview. Please email us at slapped at betches dot com. And if your email is not too long of a reaction, <laughs> we might even read it on the next podcast. Yes. Um, speaking of emails that you guys have written in about previous episodes, um, Aileen received a. Um, I want to encourage people to DM me. So <laughs> a message. A, a message. message. <laughs> she received a message from someone. Um, who had listened? Who, who had listened to our podcast last week? Yeah, do you want to read it? Yeah. So last week we were re- we're doing a dear batch, and someone was asking for advice because um, they're the guy that they were sort of seeing's ex was like starting to stalk her, like actually stalk, like showed up to her um, school and found out what her classes were and like pulled her hair, or something crazy. Pulled her like jacket or, or something. Pulled shit. her jacket. Okay. 
whatever, not attached to her body, but still a pull. Um, so I suggest I thought that she needs to contact the police. Right. And I said I thought that might escalate things. Let's just read this okay, letter. So, okay. so um, Kelsey wrote in saying, hey, Lean, I listened to the podcast and I just wanted to give you my two cents on the girl who's being stalked by her boyfriend's ex. Both my fiance and I went to law school and many of our friends are public defenders who deal with similar situations. You are absolutely in the right to encourage the girl to file a police report. The repeated contact and unwanted touching gives her a case for both harassment and battery. In cases like this, you want to start building a paper trail to prove your case. Which is interesting. If the stalker... So, that I said, which is interesting. She didn't write that. Okay. Then she continues. If the stalker started escalating things by filing a, poli- by filing a police report, writing down incidents, and taking screenshots of messages, you're, you'd be protecting yourself. You are deaf not paranoid by taking steps to keep yourself safe from crazy people. Also, Jordana saying filing a police report might escalate things doesn't really make that make much sense if anything most people quit doing crazy shit once police involved i actually i have to disagree with that part i do agree you should definitely keep a record of everything that's happening but i think that that normal most normal people will back off with a police report but i think if you actually are crazy or have like a very large like problem with like vindictive angry tendencies Someone filing a police report against you might make you even more angry. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, like, that's what I meant by that. Not that, like... Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. I see your point, though. Like, if you file... To keep yourself safe, you file a police report so that the next time something like this happens, she will get arrested. It's not like the second time is becomes the first time. Right. And then the third time, you die. So it's like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... it. it you have to set some... some you have to have le- the, the police intervene somehow i just think it's like very scary that this girl stalked her that hard but anyway i hope she's fine whoever wrote in i forgot her name um sorry i hope you're still okay (laughs) please like let us know if you have any anything going on put on on that kind of thing um did you also hear malia obama was caught with cigarettes yes smoking cigarettes well you told me um (laughs) yeah i mean honestly like power to her she's what like 19 like like go explore do whatever yeah. kind of shit you want she's like, of legal age to smoke cigarettes <laughs> right she's of legal age she like is definitely of legal age to make out with a guy she's probably like a little drunk and like you know what that was like us and probably like 95 percent of the population at like 19 yeah, years old for so sure. go malia like so i i think that and then they got a lot of all these newspapers and publications that published this got a lot of backlash saying like we shouldn't be using her whatever she's doing for headlines because she's now like a private citizen yeah like she's no longer the president's daughter she what didn't choose to be the president's daughter like let this girl make out with some dude it's not like she was caught like getting a prostitute like she was just like outside right. with the acne, legal like, ac- like just like drinking and like i mean not drinking she it didn't say that she was caught drinking because right. she's underage she was just like she, even if she probably is like who gives a shit i mean like so is everyone i mean she wasn't arrested is what right. i mean yeah like she was just chilling like let a she's girl had, live it's also like after after eight years of her dad being in the white house probably had to watch all of her shit so intensely so yeah she's probably just like i can like live for like a second it reminds me of that movie with mandy moore where she's the daughter of the first she's like the first daughter do you ever see that one it's so good oh yeah <laughs> it's really cheesy um but seriously let a girl live that was the um what wasn't that the name of our um listserv in college for our sorority it might have been yeah let a girl live um anyway yeah um, okay so let's read a dear dear batch okay dear batches I just have a lot of feelings. Dear Betches, honestly, love you all so much. I remember reading your blog, Living in Sorority House, years ago, and I've been obsessed ever since. 
I have a career-related question. I'm 25 and finished grad school in my master's last spring. I started working right away and loved it. Mid-June of last year, my husband and I decided we felt ready to have a baby. I stopped taking... Uh, I stopped taking the pill under the impression that it would take a while for my body and hormones to regulate after being on the pill for almost 10 years. I had horrible periods and it made them more tolerable because everyone said that it would take a while to get pregnant after long-term use. PSA, it can happen very quickly. When I first found out I was pregnant, I immediately consulted the employee handbook (laughs) to see what their maternity leave policy was. It was a small company and didn't have HR. It was the standard 12-week unpaid leave. I told my boss, owner of, the com- slash owner of the company, that I was pregnant and when I was due and everything seemed fine. When I was 26 week, week pre- weeks pregnant, they changed their policy and no longer gave maternity leave. And if I chose to take off, my, off time, my job was not guaranteed to still be there upon my return. They had fewer than 50 employees and therefore were not required to give maternity slash medical leave. It was so fucked up, if you ask me. It was handled horribly and I was really upset the whole, by the whole thing. So I put in notice a couple months later and quit a few weeks before I was due. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, fortunately, my husband makes very good living and we don't have to worry about the financial aspect of all this. So flash forward to now and I have a beautiful five month old little boy. I'm feeling ready to go back to work, but I'm unsure of how to address the extended leave in the job hunting process. I've gotten so many mixed responses. Some say briefly explain it in the cover letter. Some say don't mention I'm a mom at all because that often puts you at a disadvantage. Some say wait until the interview. So my question is, how do you do you think an extended leave or gap of employment should be handled? Sincerely, new mom batch. Okay, before we get into any of these things, I we were I, I think we discussed this yesterday. There's a huge myth that like if you get off your birth control and you've been on it for a long time, that it takes you like several months to get pregnant. When that's not the case at all. Yeah, like like that's made up. Thing. I've heard that from several people who like think that it's going to take them a while. Like if you think that you're if you, as soon as you get off your your birth control or you stop taking it like regularly you're at a huge risk of getting pregnant yeah um and like even if you just like miss a pill or something you can still get pregnant so like it shows that it doesn't it's not a thing like i know many people who are currently have a child and the way that they got pregnant was because they just stopped um, taking the the pill and they were like oh shit it happened so fast i thought it would at least take three months like no that's not common like that doesn't even make any sense Right. Like so, just letting you all know that our moms are both OBGYNs. Yeah, our mo- so both we, of them, and that's how we are pseudo experts <laughs> in, in birth control. We're not experts. <laughs> well, we we come from the spawn of we're the spawn of experts. Yeah. So we we've yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's number one. Just remember. Number two, it's really I totally agree that it's so fucked up that this company changed their policy while you were pregnant. That's. Like that, I would like sue it's them. Clearly, first like of about all. you. Yeah, like I, would. I don't think you can sue because like you're allowed to. You're allowed to change your policy. I don't. It's know just not. It's just like a fucked up thing, and it's, it's probably bad for like the rest of the employees who are now seeing that like they're they're they would do something like that. Yeah, you can't sue them for that. No, you can. I, anyone, a company is entitled to change their policy at any point. No, but like there's FMLA laws like that you can totally sue them. Like they, I don't they, think you can. They're not giving you. You have to have three months leave. You have to have. Um, yeah, I mean that means that yeah, there, I think that means that they can rehire you, right? Wait, let's sum- summarize this. The issue was that it, the origin it originally said that they it was standard twelve week unpaid okay. leave, yes. right? And then she said they changed it so that what happened when I was twenty six weeks pregnant, they changed their policies, no longer giving me maternity leave, and if I was chose to take off my take off time, job, my job it was wasn't not guaranteed. guaranteed. Whereas the, the standard law says that you have three months. 
where you they cannot give up your job. But maybe no that's what. maybe that's for employment over maybe um, that's also new over New York. over fifty over fifty people. I would maybe speak to a lawyer. I don't think you can definitely I sue. I think you just see someone because if that's I mean, legal. Unemployment lawyer, right? To see if that's legal or not. Um, um, yeah, it's fucked up. But that's not her question anyway. Um, just to say that Betches has a very very good maternity policy, and we would never do this to anyone. Um, but anyway, this is. So what would you do? Um, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't lie to people yeah, about like em- employers. Just say that they changed their policy while you were pregnant and you didn't agree with what with the, with the way that management handled it, and you didn't. And like that's not a job that you could stand with, or, or like a company that you could stand with. And that's really it. And you're looking for right. like a good opportunity. I think one good, I mean, not lesson, but thing to, to keep in mind, having had that experience, is looking for a company with very like family friendly policies because that's clearly like you clearly value that. Yeah. Um, and you have a family, and so I think that it's important to um. It's important. It, yeah, it's important because that's ever, when you're looking for a job. It shouldn't just be about how much they're paid. You're you're paid, or you know, like what you're actually doing, what your responsibilities are. Like you should look at the whole culture of the office. Yeah, and part of that culture is like how they you know treat people who have families and not. I mean, it's every business is their is their own business. They're entitled to like have their own policies and value their own values and have the culture that they want. It's important to just make sure that matches yours. I don't think like necessarily a company. It's like dating. Yeah, a company that has a bad like maternity leave policy, like they're entitled to have that, but it's like then they won't attract people who might be really like good, talented like people, young who, women right, who plan to have who are interested in, in that. Future. But yeah. maybe they don't care about that, and that's okay. Like it really just depends. You know, it's yeah, it's like dating. It's about like the company and you being a match. So if they're if they're gonna have issues with you having kids, you shouldn't lie to them about it because you're not gonna give away your kid if you get the job. Yeah. Like you should be totally upfront. And if they're a if, if they're a company that's like cool with that, then you'll probably want to work for them more anyway. Totally. So I uh, so you're getting mixed messages. Some say briefly explain it in the cover letter. Some say I wouldn't explain it in the cover letter at all. I would focus on the cover letter saying like why you're good for this job and why you're passionate about whatever you're applying for. But maybe in the interview, they're going to 100% ask you, why were you only here for XYZ? And just explain to them and put a positive spin on it. Say, like, I don't want to work for a company who has these types of policies. And it's just, it's not... It's not something I want to stand for. And if this company that you're, if you're afraid they're not going to give you the job because of that, I would just say like in your, I would, I would reason and say that they're not the right fit for you. So, uh, yeah, I think nowadays I've, I've read that like millennials not only aren't really looking for jobs that pay you a good amount. It's just something that can be fulfilling and um, you feel passionate for their mission and their cause. So, and that has a lot to do with the management and so, again, it's like a it's a matching process. If you're if you feel like they're a good fit for you, you should you should consider it. But right. it shouldn't be the other way. And when you it. explain, just explain that you know you you did uh, take some some time off. You did have a have a child, but you're like ready. That it just I wouldn't even make it about the kid. Just be like I personally am ready to get back to work. Like I really want to. You know, yeah, I don't know whatever. I don't know what you do for a living, but no one's going to fault your you passion, for right? Family. As long as they also feel though that you're ambitious and yeah. want to work really hard, because totally. that's still very important. I wouldn't harp on the problem, and I would just like really stress focus, that you're how like on the talented you are. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's do another one. Okay. Hey, betches. Sorry in advance for the lengthiness, but I wanted to get to the bottom of this issue and avoid open-ended answers. I've been dating my good friend turned boyfriend for a little under two years now. It's a very solid relationship, and I could easily see myself marrying the guy in a few years. 
Generally, my sister likes my boyfriend, but in the past has complained during our honeymoon phase that he's too clingy and mushy with me sometimes. In retrospect, I get how that's annoying I have to be around, especially since at the time she was in the midst of a dramatic breakup. <laughs> but now, time has passed, and she never wants him around when, she, when she's with me. Keep in mind, we live a few hours away from each other. She just graduated from college and is living back at home while she figures out her next step. And I've been working my corporate job in the big city for two years. <laughs> what is this? Big city. The, the hills. We don't see each other too often, so I appreciate and understand the importance of having quality time with just the two of us. However, my boyfriend is obviously a big part of my life, so it's awkward when she's adamant about him not coming around at all when she visits. It's gotten to the point where she gets, she got annoyed when I asked if she wanted to include him in dinner plans one night during her last visit. It's not so much about me not being able to see my boyfriend for a few days when she's around it's more so the reasoning behind her not wanting to see him so badly i understand to a certain degree why it would be annoying for her to see how committed my bf and i are to each other since she's single and i promise we're not in that annoying honeymoon phase anymore but on the other hand i want my sister to be supportive of my relationship and care enough to show at least a little interest in seeing my boyfriend when she visits i'm really close to her so her reaction to my relationship has really really has an impact on me What's your take on the situation? Again, we're super close, so I have no problem gently asking her what her deal is, but at the same time, our time together is limited, so I would hate to open a can of worms that would make her mad at me. Um, also thought I should add that my BF respects my time alone with my sister, but I can tell it's that he gets weirded out at how he can't be around when she's with me. Please help me, sad sister. All oh, this is, like, sad. Yeah, I think I mean me of the Bachelor when she's like, "Well, I have limited time with her, so I don't want right. to bring up drama." One thing to remember is that it's not. Per- it, I think it's not personal, and it's not anything about your boyfriend. It's clearly like your sister's own issue with like her own shit, and yeah. like how being around like a happy couple makes, makes her, her feel, feel about herself. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely not personal. I think you kind of get that. I'm not getting like a, a thing that you yeah, like feel like self aware, right? That you're feeling like hurt by like her not liking him. I think we, we're kind of a, you kind of get we that agree. it's not about yeah. him. Yeah. Um. But I do. I do think it's important. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Um. I do think that she should just really like go about the conversation. I think it's obviously worth spending your time to just get this off both of your chests. Like, yeah, you don't want to open a can of worms, but, like, this is going to keep building up and up. And, like, you're you're saying you're going to get married to him. And then what's going to happen? She's not going to want to be in your wedding. And that's going to affect the rest of your life because then she's not, like, involved in that process. And that's, like, super sad. And that can take a toll on your guys' relationship in the future. Like, I think it's really important to spend time on, like, fixing it now. Right. So I think that she should bring it up. Tell her how it makes her feel, not like why she thinks that she's bad or mean or this. Right. It's about how it makes you feel. Just like this is like a serious relationship. It's really important for me, for you guys to get along. Please tell me if there's something that I can do to make this better. And if she freaks out, like just at, like just say I'm here to have like a really calm like productive conversation I want you to be happy I want us to be happy as sisters but this is really taking a toll on like my emotions right and if you're worried about like like opening up a can of worms while you're still with her and you've limited time I would just do it towards the end of one of her visits because like then you can have a good time and then at the end be like hey like yeah I had so much fun with you like I really like want to talk about this this thing that's bothering me and then also I think like a good way to get like someone who feels bad about themselves because they're not in a relationship when they're like around you and you are in a relationship is like be like your sister's single be like oh like maybe he has some friends that I could like introduce you to or maybe like 
Yeah. You know, like, like you can sort of like see what he can like bring to the table for her because people are inherently selfish and they want to know what like sure. what's in yeah. it for them. You could be like, oh, like I don't know what your boyfriend's name is, but he has an extra ticket. Like, makes do something like that makes him just like a little more endearing to her. Yeah. So she's like feels like she's like, like give her some perks. <laughs> yeah, some perks like oh he has this cute friend you should meet. Yeah. Or like um he got us he got us these tickets the con- yeah. you could buy the tickets and just pretend he got them yeah. um so something where it's like oh like it seems like he really is making an effort and he like has some things that she might if she came around like might benefit from from hanging out with him and here's the thing the good part about like putting like your emotions on the table is that if there was something that was bothering her that you couldn't even imagine she would bring it up because like you're 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 bringing it up and she'll say well actually it's not the fact that like blah 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 but it's this and he does this or I didn't like how you managed our relationship maybe she's mad about something else you know what I mean that you maybe you can't even think of and that's also highly probable so I would just I really stress like about getting getting your issues sorted out before they blow up I agree, and then when you when when you do have this conversation, I would st- I would bring him around in like little doses, yeah. and, and then like gradually increase it. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see how like if you're visiting your sister, you kind of want to hang out with her. Yeah, totally. Like I get both sides of the thing. Even if she were in a relationship, it's like kind of just the kind of thing where it's like you enjoy your quality time with someone. You don't necessarily always want them around, but not being able to have them around at all seems absurd. Yeah. Okay, let's play games. Yes, games. Okay. Okay, ready, Joanna? Shoot party or no? Wait, shoot party with or BFF with? That was really bad. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, ready, Joanna? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, shoot party with or be BFFs with Queen Elizabeth, Kate Middleton, or Meghan Marksy, Marksy bitch. Um. Okay, I think be BFF with Kate Middleton. Okay. Actually, even though we don't know how she actually is. Yeah. Okay. I actually might party with Kate Middleton. I might be BFF with the Queen because she's got some shit that she's seen. She's seen some <laughs> things. And after watching this interview, I've got to get rid of Megan. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like Kate Middleton doesn't know how to party anymore. Like she was really cool to party with back in the day, but now she's like gonna be the Queen one day. I feel like she's down to like drink some wine and and like. Smoke oh right! A blunt. I forgot that this is the party. What partying is like? Yeah, Twenty eight. Right. <laughs> oh, you mean like go clubbing with? I don't think any of them are going to be particularly fun to spend now to go clubbing with. Yeah, that's true. Me, Kate. I would want to party with Kate Middleton. Her days, you know. Yeah. But that's not the question. Obviously, I agree. Being BFFs with the Queen because she's seen shit. Yeah. I really want to know like all the things she's seen. I'm excited for the second season of The Crown. Did you watch the first one? I didn't watch it. She, the girl who plays her is so good. Like you make, it makes you really feel that like she's at, she is the queen, but like younger. It's I very should good. watch it. I feel like I watched one episode and then I like it's got very bored slow. a little bit. It's very slow, but it like you have to watch with subtitles, so you're like reading and like taking in culture. Oh, that's a good idea. I always watch everything with subtitles except like comedy, because then it ruins the joke, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Give me another. Give me one. Um. Uh, give me one. <laughs> give it to me. Um. Okay. So this week's episode of Curb, Larry gives Rory. Lorelai Gil- Gilmore, a uh, sexual non-disclosure form, which I thought was very funny. Did you see the other guy who is also from the Gilmore Girls, the yeah. uh, the assistant or like the no, not the assistant, Shucker. He no, <laughs> no, it's so funny. Um, no, the agent, like Lynn Manuel, Manuel's agent, is is the hotel manager at the hotel. Oh, I did not notice that. That's funny yeah. though. He has like the French accent on the. Show. I hope to be wealthy enough one day to have my own personal oyster shucker. Oyster shucker, agree. Um, 
Yeah, okay, so he makes her sign a sexual non-disclosure form, which I thought was very funny, and um, I wondered, would I ever make someone sign that, or would I agree <laughs> to sign that? So would you ever make someone sign a, um, non-dis- a sexual non-disclosure, or sign one yourself if someone asked for one? I'm not sure. If someone asked me about to sign a sexual non-disclosure, I would never sign anything on the spot, first of all. <laughs> I'm I would have my by lawyer, lawyer look that over, because, like, what? Because... I always think of like this how I might die in these situations <laughs> and like what if you can't disclose if like he assaults you right I would definitely make sure but if it has something to do with just being kinky I feel like it'd be fine <laughs> it's like a sexual prenup yeah sort of well I, I guess like, I mean it makes sense because I guess if you're like a celebrity yeah why you would do I that like they always do that kind of shit they have them sign a, a form mm-hmm. um would you ever give give one of someone a form well it depends what kind of shit I'm trying to get into <laughs> like I don't know like it depends I, no one gives a shit what I'm doing these days but like who knows yeah, who knows future. that's what I'm saying like who knows let's say like like years from now yeah Barbara Walters or someone like I'm sure she has a sex like form like an old sexual encounter of mine yeah I mean it's too late for those but yeah like, um no I mean I would rather a different type of non-disclosure like if you go to a party and like people are doing crazy shit I would rather have people sign a non-disclosure for that kind of conduct right so I bet. that you're not like liable for anything that happens on your in your house or something you know what i mean oh like the lala kent thing in vanderpump rolls mm-hmm. yeah where she um basically like i think it was at a coachella house and she made everyone sign something yeah. or something yeah 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 i would was, do that i don't really care about like the sexual non-disclosures because i don't think i'm not crazy <laughs> <laughs> but um if someone were to give it to me i would Ladies, always get your lawyers to look over any type of contract that a, anyone gives you. It's yeah. like a sexual prenup. Yeah. If the relationship goes bad, yeah. here's what you are and aren't allowed to do. It's kind of true. It's just no money. Yeah. Would you rather... What about you? What? What about you? I think I would... I think if I had it reviewed, I, I wouldn't mind signing it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think if someone made asked me to sign them, especially if they weren't famous, I would wonder what the fuck they were like trying to do. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Like that they like have this on like. Right. It's sort of like yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. It's like I would. It would. It would. It, the contract in itself would make me wonder about the person, but like For the example. actual contract, I don't really mind if like everyone in the world had like an agreement where they like weren't sharing anything. Like yeah. I'd be fine with that. But I think the act of them like having this. Yeah, the best part of Curb though is that when it like totally backfired and now she's going around calling him Larry Longballs. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Was I so thought good. they broke up last episode when he like fucked up her her son's. No, they admission. were together. She left the brunch. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they're back another. That she looks kind of weird. Did she like just have a baby or something? I don't know. She's dating Peter Krause. He's so hot. She married? She was. They married for death. No, I have no idea. They've been married for a while. I'm not sure. He's okay. great. I, I also him. don't know. Okay. Um, okay. Would you rather marry a British royal or an American Kennedy or Obama? <laughs> like an American like royalty, which is essentially okay. like sort of Kennedy. like, I feel like political. Just not. I would never marry into a Kennedy. Not that anyone's asking, but. Oh, because of the Kennedy uh, Because curse? of the conspiracies. Yes. I, c- I couldn't deal with that. Well, I would I mean, never take a plane. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't know. I feel like the, okay. I feel like um, the American political like families, which are kind of like American royalty, they do more like ambitiously, like, the, okay. like the, all the royal family. Right. Yeah. And they're, and no, like they actually like, you know what I mean? They have to be very smart. Like to be president, like, oh. you've got to like, kind of like no shit. Okay. Like, to be, to be in the royal family, literally all I have to do is just kind of mm-hmm. be born 
and right. you don't even make any decisions about parliament or like that's anything why i would like rather that. be in that you have like no power <laughs> yeah i think it's like more fun to be a royal more impressive to be like a kennedy or an obama yeah but at the end of the day who gives a shit <laughs> it's more- <laughs> we're, writing a, we're writing a career book about ambitious Am- ambitions um, i know i know i know <laughs> who gives a shit though right but, <laughs> but being a royal sounds so fun like it just sounds so much fun. you might have Downton to quit Abbey. your lucrative acting career <laughs> Okay, so um, I was recently driving in the city, and um, I saw this huge line, like, around, like, a whole entire avenue block in line for, like, some Downton Abbey Expo. <laughs> like, it was New so York? funny. Yes, it was so funny. I'm just telling you, all these people want to be royals. They want to know what it was like. That's yeah, it's like, very elusive. I want to... You can only... <laughs> Did you see the tweet? Like, wait, there was a really funny tweet. Um, hold on. I can find it for you. I can find it. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Um, it was basically... One second. Oh, my God. Where is it? I'm going to find it. Oh, okay. So, um, Emma Tyler at Emma Stone Tyler tweeted, Meghan Markle and I went to the same college, yet she's spending her day taking engagement pictures with a prince while I just had to Febreze myself in the office bathroom. <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone feels right now. Like, just like, oh, I guess I'll just stay here. Yeah. Eating leftovers well, she just found a herself. She just found herself a regular nice guy. Oh, yeah. It's, he's kind. <laughs> At least he's kind. That's the only thing she was looking for. Yeah, I know. Okay. Anyway, um, this has been your episode of Betch Slapped. It's Very exciting episode of Betch Slapped. Please tell all of your friends to follow us. You can listen to Batch Slapped on literally anything where you find, anywhere you find podcasts. And email us at slapped at betches.com. Yes. Um, definitely email us. And definitely email us like about like follow-ups because we really like to get those and like talk about them because it really shows that you guys are engage- engaged and we're really interested in what you have to say. Um, so... Yay. Yeah, but email us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> email us. Okay. Bye. Bye. Betches.